not going to preach it. That's why I'm so glad Brother Adams was here. And he came in with that shot in the arm of faith tonight and preached it. I want to say before I get into this message and forget, thank all of you for your gift, your cards and what you wrote in them. Me and her, like we do every year, sit like two. All we needed was a little bit more gray hair maybe and some, some uh, whatever you, like grandma and grandpa sitting in two rockers and we just rocked back and forth in my, rock, my recliner and uh, we read those cards and uh, meant the world. What you wrote, what you gave us, uh, just just know that it doesn't go unnoticed, and I'm not uh, ungrateful, unthankful. I thank God for each and every one of you, and we pray for you daily. Uh, this ain't just this ain't a job. Trust me, if I wanted a job, I'd have kept on in medical school and got me uh, where the big bucks were. But I thank the Lord for His goodness and good people that we're all in this together. I I, I feel uh, tonight. Matthew 18 uh, is what I want to read. And I want to read verse 21. I know you've been standing a while. Just, just, just hang with me. You can be seated. Just when you're seated, don't, don't, don't go to sleep on me. Hang with me. This, this, uh, this sermon tonight or message or thought is not going to hit everybody. But it will not exclude anyone. It all will be. It will be for all of us. Matthew 18 and 21, Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. That one's a tough one to swallow. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. I want you to notice what Jesus did. He gave them the punch in the gut which all of us get. 70 times 7, that's a lot of times to forgive. But he says, now let me give you the story that applies to that. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. For as so much he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife, his children, and all that he had that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, Lord, having patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion, loosed him. Key, these are key, key words here. Loosed him, forgave him of his debt. But the same servant went out, found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. He laid hands on him, took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that you owe me. The fellow servant did, fell at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me. Notice it's the same words that the other man had said to the king, Have patience with me. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison until he should pay the debt. So when the fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came, told unto the Lord what was done, told the king. Then his Lord, after that he called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all thy debt, because thou desired me. Shouldest not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And the Lord was wroth, delivered him unto the tormentors, till he should pay all 
that was done. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do unto you if you from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. I'm going to say that statement again. I said in the beginning. This is specific to key people in this place. It's not going to be to everybody. But no one is excluded from the lesson that we hear on these pages. I want to talk to you here tonight about forgiveness. About forgiveness. If you would, lift your hands and ask God to talk to us tonight. Jesus, I thank you for your goodness. God, you see my heart. And you see that uh, as you've moved upon me in this moment, I'm asking for the unction of the Holy Ghost to speak to us here tonight. And let there be a strong hand of loosing and delivering And that God, let the heart that may be hard, let it melt today in your presence. God, I pray today in Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. There's two, two, I'm not going to take this very deep. I'm going to keep this very, very topical, uh, this this text. Uh, But I do want to point these things out from the very beginning. Jesus came to them and gave them the first picture when he said... How oft shall my brother sin? How many times shall I forgive him? He said seven times seven or seventy times seventy. Basically a lot. And that moment they were gripped with the awe of his words and his servant. Or the words that Jesus had just given him. Now you need to remember that these are his, his disciples. These are men that have committed and so all to them. But yet Jesus wanted to make sure that he conveyed to them a lesson that was pinnacle to them being free in their tomorrows. No doubt that there was going to be hardships that they were going to face. There was going to be wrongs and injustices done. There's not anyone under the sound of my voice, neither would it have been for them that they had not suffered injustices or wrongs that were done to them. So with his statement of how many times answering their question, how many times do you want me to forgive my brother? He gives them the profound number that that their minds could not comprehend. And no doubt as Jesus does so well, he perceived their response. So he says, I'm going to give you a story that's going to help relay How important this is. Now, you and I have heard story after story about forgiveness. And this particular story that I'm about to get into, it's twofold. It's one, showing how great God is in forgiving us. And on the end of that is also showing how important it is that we reciprocate that and become a funnel. That as God forgave us, we in turn let that flow out to other people. Because if anyone is ever going to see the love of God, it's only going to be when you and I get an injustice done wrong to us. We can turn back to them and say, you know what? I forgive you of that. I still love you in spite of that. I'll still pray for you in spite of that. That is the true mark of Christianity. Christianity is that you and I can look at somebody that has done us wrong and we not retaliate, but we stay flat-footed face-to-face with them and say, I love you. I forgive you. I will still pray for you. That's hard. Come on, I wish I had a little bit more amen than that. That's hard. 
And I really felt strong in the Holy Ghost today in my thoughts and trying to prepare for tonight. I'm anxious to get back in James and you're anxious for me to be done. But I, I was wanting to get in James tonight and talk about the glass. I still ain't got there, Sister Debbie. That's the best part of the whole deal. Looking in the glass. The Holy Ghost prompted me today and said, I want you to open that altar tonight. Somebody hear me in the Holy Ghost. I'm asking you to be sober in this moment. Because your freedom and your tomorrow is predicated on this message here tonight. I feel an urgency and an unction in the spirit. I I don't want to go heavy on you, but I feel a heaviness in my spirit. I'm trying to preach blessing. I'm trying to preach encouragement. But yet you and I can't get there until we unlock the part of our heart. That part that just, we say I let it go, but we don't. And we're mad at God. And we're mad at people. And our lack of worship, lack of prayers, lack of prayer, lack of living for God, Brother Wade, it shows. It shows. We got a smile on our face. Remember the message I preached not too long ago? When we say all is well, but really, there's something going on in here. There's something going on in our heart. And, 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 and we, we don't like to face it. We don't like to face the fact that we want everything to be okay. And we don't like the fact that something's wrong. I I really have not let it go. The best sign that I know for me is, Brother Brian, when something good happens for them, something in my gut goes, "Mm." if people only knew. Come on, somebody. Y'all got to get honest tonight. I'm going to preach an hour. And I'm hungry. I see them bless something in me. Y'all don't know what they really are. Folks, it's in our church. That's why Brother Brother Raymond Wood was doing a tremendous job on a message he's preaching. Brother Ron's told me a little bit about it. This ain't from that. But I've heard some of his teaching in the past. And the one thing Brother Ron brought to my attention, unbeknowing to me, of last Wednesday or Sunday, he said, exactly what you said is what Brother Raymond Wood was teaching. Here's what that says. That doesn't mean I'm as spiritual as him. What it means is this is what God's telling the body as a consensus. We got division in the church, division in the body, a fracturing in it, and yet we still act like everything's okay when really there's a part in us that's struggling with forgiving and letting it go. We struggle with what people did us wrong. To some people it's easy to forgive and it's easy, but for some it's not easy to forgive. We live with the past hurt of yesterday. We live with the past of what was done and what shouldn't have gotten by. And here's what's so hard. We see them blessed. And we know what they are. And here's what the story Jesus was trying to say to them is this. Listen to me. There was a man that had a struggle. He owed a debt. You know how much his debt was? A million, ten million dollars. And he went to a king and said, I need you to forgive me of all of my debt. 
And that king said, I'll wipe $10 million. Can you imagine if the mortgage company wiped our mortgage clean? Oh, come on, somebody. My God. Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have no mortgage? No hospital bills? Come on, we ain't got any amens on that. No taxes. Surely I'll get an amen on that. No taxes this year because of two hurricanes. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? No debt. We wiped it clean. Well, I don't think the IRS is that compassionate. But this king was. And he looked down at that man. It shows me how great God loves us in spite of our mistakes. That it doesn't matter what I do, Brother Wade. How much I mess up in that day. If I have enough strength to bring it back. Young people, listen to me. It doesn't matter. It does matter what you do, yes. But when it comes to God's economy, you can do the greatest mistake in your mind thinking, I'll never overcome. But God is merciful. And if you'll bring that to Him, that's all you got to do. Bring it to Him and say, God, I really messed up royally. I don't know if this can be undone, I don't know if it can be repaired. The Bible says the king was compassionate and he loosed that man from ever. He'll loose you of condemnation. He'll loose you of fear. He'll loose you of the fear and the mistake of yesterday and give you a brand new today. See, here's where that applies. Oh, I feel my help here now. See, that applies to people under the sound of my voice tonight like me. I wasn't raised in church. And I still remember the smell in rooms I shouldn't have been. I remember situations that I knew I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I knew I needed to get out of there. And I'd cry and say, God, if you get me out, I was a... I was messed up. And I said, God, if you get me out of here, I'll serve you. I'll live for you. And in that moment, God helped me in the midst. So for somebody like me, that scripture, because it's still so fresh in my mind. It's fresh. Where's Aaron tonight? Yeah. It's fresh in his mind. It's fresh in a new convert, Dale. He'd be fresh in Dale's mind. But you see, here's how God works. He said, I'm going to deal with those that it's fresh in your mind. That's the first part of the parable. But I'm going to come down to those that have been living for God for a long time and you don't remember what it was like when God forgave you. Oh, I'm telling you, I feel the help of the Lord in this place. Somebody please hear me. You might not remember what it was like when you were on a bar stool. You might not remember what it's like because you've been saved for so long. And that truly is a hero. And I believe that. I thank God for my wife. She's lived for God all her life. I thank God for those moments. And people that have stood for the faith. When the world pulled from them. But yet she was still a godly young person. You were still a godly young man. But you see the word of God. Is all encompassing. He's going to take somebody like me and give me hope. And he's going to look at somebody that's been living for God for a long time and give them hope. But regardless, 
the message is I got to forgive 70 times 7. And whatever I got to do to make sure that my heart is right, my mind is right, I can worship one to another. I can't sit by you. I got to make sure because you see, he reached down with compassion for the first one and said, I'm going to wipe it clean. And the part I love the best is he loosed him. I, y'all just hang on. I'm trying to get to my end. Oh, 755. He loosed him, Brother Bushnell. He loosed him. I wish right, Brother Ron. He loosed him. See, because I remember when I was bound and I didn't know what I was going to do. My daddy couldn't help me. This one could. I was bound. But when I made myself come out of that, thank God for her brother. I reached back there and said, hey, I don't know really if you want to, but would you come to an altar? I wish we'd preach about altars more. I wish we'd preach about, hey, if a sinner needs deliverance, he's got to come to an altar. He's got to make a step. And if he'll make the step, the blood of the lamb will come to where you are. And it'll redeem you It'll make you whole again. That blood's got an ability to loose every hole. That's what we believe as apostolics. It should cause you and I to shout and backward flips. If it don't, then have we forgotten? So, he said, I'm forgiving you. I'm letting it go. Brother Bushnell, what would happen if all that was totally wiped away? If you, I don't think that guy left there. I don't think he left saying, man, that's a good old fella. Today's a good day. I just got 10 million wiped away, man. That's pretty good. I bet this is what he did. Hey, guess what? I'm free. Hey, mama, I'm free. Hey, daddy, you want to know why we don't have evangelism? We forgot what it's like to be free. We don't run and tell nobody about it because we forgot what it's like to be free. I'm trying to remind somebody, you and I were sinners and God found us. And this message came to you and I. And if the message would have never came, you may still be lost on a bar stool. I doubt he just left by. And I, I doubt. Now, I know I'm preaching conjecture here, but I'm basing it on probably every one of us in this building. If you got a $10 million debt wiped away, oh, uh, look, if I got a uh, a $100 debt wiped away, I'm saying, oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I guarantee you, like the old boy said, I guarantee you, yeah. That old fella said, But now watch humanity. Well, knock at the door. Click, 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 or knock, knock, knock. I ain't no storyteller. 
you're the, you're, you're the debtor. Come to me. Forgive me of my debt. What? Just say that to me. Say, forgive me of my debt. Let, let's pretend here, okay? We ain't in no hurry other than I'm hungry, so I'll keep it about 15 minutes. Come on, say, forgive me. His response. Folks, please hear me. What happened from the moment of being free of 10 million to this moment here? That his response now was, no. What? No. No. Scripture don't tell me. I wish he'd have been there in that room. He could have said, you just got forgiven of 10. I'm not even asking that much. What? Here's what I'm posing to some tonight. What happened in his mind? What was in him? Here's what I, this is Scott Benoit. This is commentary according to Benoit. Okay? It was already there, Brother Johnson. And the freedom was here, but he didn't have freedom in here. We got shouting. We got hope. We gonna praise. We got great music. We got. So you can have loosing here and be bound in here. And that's where we are as the church. Folks, I've never preached this this way. This is coming to me as I'm telling you right now. And this is where I run. But yet, I come to church, I'm faithful. I sing, I'm faithful. I preach, I'm faithful. Because I got to. It's my job. I get it. But how sad it would be. I'm free to preach revelations and all this. But to be bound in my heart with unforgiveness. He was free of the natural debt. But bound by spiritual unforgiveness in the heart. Could you tell it? Because if I had to bet, he's going to mama, daddy, cousins, aunt, uncle, friend. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. Everybody's rejoicing. And the test was in the pudding. When he showed up. You revealed something I thought was okay. Because it revealed a nature of myself. As long as I'm here, I never stop and get honest and look at here. And the end of that story was, no. And his response to appeal was the same words. Be patient with me. It's almost like it's, it's, he's saying to him, be patient. Where was that moment that he went back to himself and he heard his own words? Be patient with me. He forgot how good the master had been to him. Maybe he was too busy fixing to go buy him a new car. I'm trying to bring it down where we are. Debt's forgiven. You know what that means? I'm fixing to go on a shopping spree because now I ain't got no money. I got my credit card free. I don't know. 
what he did was something he forgot. He forgot what just took place in his life. Folks, we can never forget what God has done for us. We need to always be conscientious. Not the difference between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation is this. The enemy puts it on you with no way out. Conviction is it's God telling you you're in trouble. But he always gives you a way out. So if you and I messed up. Conviction comes and says you're a sinner. You messed up. You're in violation of my word. But he gives you the answer. But if a man repent, all of heaven is going to rejoice. We're going to throw a party for you. It don't matter how you did it and what you've done. I'm a big enough God and powerful enough in my blood. I can wash all that away if you just acknowledge. So he says to the one that forgot. Are they, no, he, will you be patient? No. And the word got back. And here's what I feel in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to end positive. But just let me make the point. I feel so strong in the Holy Ghost. That's why I want this out on podcast. Whoever ain't here, here. Word has got back to the king of something. And he's looking. And he heard what that fellow did. I forgave him, but he has not forgiven a man of lesser indebtedness. He hadn't forgave him. So he said, now, because of that, he said, now watch. And this is what scares me. Y'all heard me make this comment, but I'm going to make it again. That hopefully you'll write it down. Brother Ewan said it right before he passed. At the closing of this text, he said this. Someone brought up that scripture to him. He said, that message... Has not been preached in our churches like it should be preached. And I never forgot when he said that. He said, I'm I'm trying to paraphrase and bring it along lines. Let me give you the gist of it. But he alluded to the end time. And that message has got to be preached to our churches. He foresaw in that prophetic eye. Not only what he maybe was, but what was coming down the pike. And the end of that story was the king heard what he didn't forgive. And here was the message Brother Ewing was referring to. When the king heard what he didn't forgive. He, say it, reinstated guilt. It was not just reinstated guilt. It was reinstated sin. Go back and read it. Everything that he had been forgiven of, Sister Patty, all came back to him front and center. That's why it's so important, and that's why it's such a hard message, because people that maybe have not lived for God, uh, not saying it's easier for them. They, they got their share of struggles, so I'm not trying to compare. I'm trying to show you the parallel between the two different worlds. And the first one, he, he, he was quick to, but when it came to that next part... I don't want us to forget, Brother Bushnell, what it was like when he forgave me. Whatever your greatest sin was. Now, you've lived for God for a long time. 
But I'm sure there's somewhere in your yesterday that you made a mistake. That was one of the greatest mistakes you ever made. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying keep living it. But don't forget the power of loosing in that mistake. Because the power of loosing that came in that mistake is the same power that will enable you and I to forgive somebody that doesn't make as great of a mistake that you. We got a mindset, well, I'm, I'm more spiritual than this one. I'm more holy than this one. I, re- I pray more than this one. And God's trying to show you and I in the church, this ain't about who prays more, who's spiritual. Uh, is my heart in a position that I'm willing to forgive the injustice. I'm willing to forgive what's been done wrong because I don't want everything that I was forgiven of to be back reinstated to me. I don't want it back. I know what I did. It ain't none of your business. And don't you think about doing it if you find out from Brother Smith. But I don't want it back. I don't want that torment back. When I laid in that floor and said, God, if you'll get me out of here, I'll never do it again. I don't want that torment back, Brother Mark and Tell, when I was crazy in my head. So it comes sometimes. I know personalities. I know that plays a factor in all of it. I get it. For some, it's harder. For some, it's easier. I get it. But the fact is, regardless of my personality, well, I, I, I hold grudges more than you. It don't matter. i got to forgive you for what you've done to me. If not, it's all coming back. This church's revival is based on forgiveness. I don't know everything. I don't know any details. But you hear me. I know what I know in the spirit. And the people in this community harbor ought against some of you in this place. And people in this place harbor ought against some of them. I felt it in 2013. And God is bringing us to a place that we can look at. It ain't just you. I got unforgiveness. Of what they did to me. It's a battle we all face. But my revival, your revival, our revival is altogether based upon God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I forgive. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let this one go. I'm going to let that one go. And God, if you choose to bless them, however you want to bless them, bless them. I'm not going to let when they're blessed, I get a jab in my gut. So, tonight... Small in number as we are, I really feel very strongly that every one of us here tonight wants to please God. But I really feel in this Wednesday night, I thought, Lord, why wouldn't we do this on a Sunday night? I'm ready to get Sunday nights going and popping. And, but God saw fit tonight. On Wednesday night when we just got a few to say. I'll still forgive the sinner no matter what they've done. And if the saint or that one that has been forgiven will turn to me, I'll heal the heart, heal the mind, heal the spirit. And no, nothing will have to be returned back to you and I for what we've done. I don't know about you, but I want to please God more than anything in this world. I want you to stand with me. And tonight...
Musicians, I want you to come. And I do want you to play. We're going back old school. We ain't had a good old fashioned. Just altar service. I've been preaching faith. That's one thing I, I, you can't say I've been guilty of. I've been very careful. I've been asking God for messages of faith. Encourage everybody. Strengthen everybody. Sunday, Wednesday. Even James. I try to put a positive spin on it. But tonight. I feel we need an altar visitation in this place. And I'm asking here as they get ready to sing, I want every play, every individual in this place to find you a place in this altar to get on your knees. If you feel it, don't do it because I'm asking you to do it. Don't do it for me. Do it because you want your heart right with God. Maybe you don't even realize there's something there, something you don't realize about somebody. Maybe you know what it is and you're just struggling forgiving them. I'm asking you here tonight, give it to him. Let him take it away. Let him heal the heart and the mind that we can move forward in whatever God has for you and I. If it's a preacher, watch me. If it's God, there's two people in this place. I know not by knowledge, but I know by in the spirit. You're angry at God. And God's asking you here tonight, give it to me. I've done you no wrong. I've hurt you not. Let me heal your heart and show you I had a purpose in the way your life went and what took place. Oh, I feel the reach of the Holy Ghost trying to reach for somebody right now. Close your eyes right now. Come on, don't look around. Don't try to compare yourself. Please, y'all, you, you, you know everybody right now. This ain't a time for you to self-judge or judge other people. Let God be the judge right now. Let God speak to the heart and try to help the heart. Come on, as she begins to play and sing. Come on, your eyes closed right now. I open these altars. I'm not forcing anybody. I'm not, I'm not trying to coerce you. I want this to be just voluntary. That you just want to, God, I need my heart tonight. God, I know there's things in my heart. Look, I wish this would have been a Sunday night too, but here we are on Wednesday night. The man of God came from Vider, Texas and confirmed to me the blood and repentance and redemption. That was my confirmation. I'm in the Holy Ghost tonight. Come on, when's the last time? Think of that one that you're struggling with and pray for them right now. Maybe that's where your breakthrough is. God, I want you to bless them. God, I don't agree. God, I don't God, come on, just ask him. Come on, hating somebody is not worth going to hell over. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't let God restore back everything He forgave you of. Come on, just bear your face right now. Talk to Him in the Holy Ghost. Talk to Him from your heart. Come on, just be transparent. Name them. God, I struggle with this one. I struggle with this one or that one. I struggle. I struggle with sister so-and-so. I struggle. 
I struggle with my mama, my daddy. I struggle with the preacher. I struggle with God. I struggle with this. I struggle with myself. Come on, somebody. Maybe you just hate yourself. You forgive yourself. Forgive yourself of the mistake so God can forgive you. Forgive yourself. Forgive God. Forgive your brother. Let the Holy Ghost and the blood of the Lamb restore and heal. That we could go forward in God together to see the harvest in Indian Village and the revival God has for us.